Hey, this is Elliot Drake, and you're listening to the Brand Domination Show with AJ Adams. Welcome to another epic episode of the Brand Domination Show with your host, entrepreneur, social media influencer, and magnetic brand expert, AJ Adams. Every week, we bring you strategies from top entrepreneurs and influencers to help you stop competing and start dominating in your life and business. This week, AJ welcomes digital marketing expert for seven and eight figure influencers, Elliot Drake. Now, crank up the volume and prepare to dominate. Welcome back to another episode of the Brand Nomination Show. This episode, we have a badass marketing, Facebook, digital marketing expert, the CEO and founder of House of Influence, Mr. Elliot Drake. What's going on, man? Appreciate you being on the show. Thank you, AJ, for having me. I'm looking forward to it. Cool, man. So let's let's jump right in because I know you're going to give a ton of value. You've, got, so you've worked with some amazing clients. You're currently working with amazing clients, and you're in the middle of that social media influencer space. So you're, you're working with building brands, content strategy. We're going to dig into all that. But give us some context first about who you are, what you do. Yeah, so my objective in House of Influence is essentially to build a structure of the team that, and make sure everything is running smoothly. Um, I have a couple clients where I you know, run the ads and stuff, but very few, and I'm trying to back away from that and just be over kind of operations, closing deals and all that. That's kind of my job, but a little bit of a background story of myself. The way I got my start in this online space is I started working for a company called Blitz Metrics, which they have a very unique mission and you know drive, which they've worked that's where I've got experience working with people like the Golden State Warriors, Ashley Furniture, really big name brands right away. And then I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana, and I went moved from there to Arizona and actually lived with the CEO of that agency. His name's Dennis Yu and the co-founder Logan Young. So I lived there with them and then got mentorship and then was able to actually work my way up to the director of personal branding at Blitz Metrics, where, you know, I was managing all the personal brands, like one of the biggest ones I managed and the coolest because I love him so much is Ed Milet. You know, he's awesome. amazing. if you guys don't know who Ed Milet is, go and check him out. His message is amazing. Yeah. Um, but, but then I, and then I landed like House of Influence started in such a weird way, like I didn't mean for it to happen. I had a connection with an influencer that lived 15 minutes from me in Arizona who was doing some serious numbers with his course, his stock trading course. And he came to me and wanted me to run his Facebook ads. And I was managing a team of about 10 virtual assistants, managing a lot of product projects at Blitz at the time to where it didn't make sense for me to really be able to take him on fully. So I, hired out and then hired out the work and then we did that on a rev share deal which just made things kind of explode and then we landed him and we killed it for him and then it you know it led to a bunch of more clients now we have you know some really really big influencers with courses and you know those people have led to other retainers so it's just like it was like a spiraling effect yeah. it didn't happen but the right thing happened at the right time so i just feel like that was kind of my drive and mission and so you know i handled everything at blitz was able to back away you know now we're doing we've been uh, we've been like actually running for about four to f- actually five months now and you know we're already doing wow. six years 
That's crazy. So six figures in five months. And that's pretty impressive. And people don't realize like everything you mentioned was there's one relationship. You kill it in that. Then that led to another relationship, referrals, and it just kind of snowballs. And I've met a lot of entrepreneurs and even myself in getting started before we launched our agency. It's like, how do we get the bigger clients? How do we get the ball rolling? Because we don't want to play at the bottom. We want to play at a higher level and scale up. And it's all relationships, relationship equity, doing great work for people. And um, and I love that. And you guys, so, I mean, I thought we we scaled up to six figures in about six months. So you got us beat by a, by a solid month within five months. But it's awesome. I mean, when you're doing good work, you can really scale up and help a lot of people make an impact, make an income. So that's awesome. So, and you're, you're how old? I'm 19 years old. 19. So at 19, what was I doing at 19? I know I wasn't running an agency. I was working at like TGI Fridays, trying to figure out what I was doing with my life. So man, it's always inspiring to me when I see people like you uh, interview Caleb Maddox, who's 17, uh, Casey Adams, who just turned 18. I mean, all you guys, it would have been, I would have loved to have that kind of crew around me when I was 19. I'm 34 now, but it's just cool. It's cool to see at such a young age what you guys are doing. And people don't realize like age really is just a number. If you put yourself around the right mentors and you put in the hustle, you can accomplish incredible things. So I'm pumped to, to just watch what, you, what you're doing. Yeah. And, and also, I didn't really mention this in my story is like House of Influence is bigger than just an agency really what we want to do like you know we have to build the agency to be able to have the funds and we're still working out the details because things just kind of happened really yeah. fast did not expect it to happen this fast but we want to do community outreach events because we mainly have influencers and then ecom brands is like our niche of our agency right but house of influence is we want to bring influencers together to be able to do community outreach events to be able to like help people and we haven't worked out how we want to do it, but we just want like our mission is going to be just to impact the lives of others. And that's kind of yeah. what we want to do and by using influencers because they have such a big following and bringing them together and through the money that, you know, we're making together, be able to fund like community outreach events. Man, I love that. I love that. And I know that that whole kind of social aspect was something that was important uh, to Dennis at, uh, blitz metrics and i love that you do that because there's so many entrepreneurs who are just about making money and i remember sitting down and thinking to myself how do i do more than just make income but really make an impact and i wrote three three goals for myself in life and business which is help people get rich give generously in that order and i love that you're you're talking about how to bring influencers people who have influence people forget an influencer isn't just like a lot of social media followers you have people who look up to you and you say something it impacts their life you want to bring them together. So that's awesome. So let's, let's, let's get tactical. How do you, you work with all these influencers, you're growing as an influencer. How does someone get started building influence online? Because that's really the space where it's so easy to build online, but how, most people don't know how to get started. I, I think that, I think that the first step is it comes down to self-awareness is okay, if you want to be an influencer, what do you want to be an influencer for? Doesn't want to be the entrepreneurship niche. If you want it in the entrepreneurship niche, okay, what is going to be your niche and your craft that you can become world-class in and then be able to build a brand off that by sharing your knowledge of that online and then being able to use ads to really boost up your brand. Or, you know, there's, there's lots of different ways you can be an influencer. Do you want to, you know, go like these other people who do crazy stuff and just get famous you know, it, it really just depends on what way you want to do it. But the first yeah. step is I work with 
mainly like business entrepreneurs. I don't work with those other type of influencers. So if you want to build influence there, figure out what you want to do, get world-class in that one thing, and then start publishing content online. And then I actually have a really good strategy that we actually, we use for all these influencers. It's, it's called a three by three video grid. Awesome. A three by three video grid pairs with something called a topic wheel. And I want to, I want to pause you real quick for, for everyone who's listening or watching on the video version of the podcast, what Elliot's about to drop right now is, is incredible. It's something that I've started trying to implement into my own brand. And this is powerful. And he, you're getting it for free just by being on the podcast. So uh, make sure you check the show notes, go show Elliot some love, follow him, see what he's doing. Uh, but what you're about to get is literally transform your brand. Thank you. All right, go. Yep. So, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a step back. So first off, you want to have a content library. So if you have any type of positive mentions to start, if you have any type of content you've already posted on Facebook, but you've just been posting it and you have no clear direction, take all of that and put it in a Google spreadsheet and keep track of all of it. So then you have anytime you've been mentioned in an article, anytime someone has commented on one of your things and says, wow, you know, Elliot is amazing. Keep up the good work. Keep all of that because that's how you're able to say thank you at scale. And then also you keep all those testimonials, right? But then we're going to move to something called a topic wheel, which this is how you can really start to map out your strategy to build massive influence and impact and really skyrocket your brand. And that is by having your circle, which I'm going to share my screen for the people. I'm going to share my screen and show this for the people that are watching live on the podcast. But for the ones that aren't, Essentially, your topic wheel is a circle in the middle, like a web. Whenever you were younger, remember when you used to have web maps? Whenever you would like start to write out a pair, like a you know a story or whatever for class, yeah, it's just like that. Like your middle is your brand, which your brand should have some type of service or product at the core of it like you have a why but also the center needs to be your product because that is important whenever you're building your strategy and building these connections long term you might not see the money for a while until you build that influence but you have to have that in mind at the start yeah. so so this is because a lot of people it seems like one who are aspiring influencers they think it's going to happen fast oh i'll do a video i'll get it to go viral and then i'll just blow up but reality is and this is I, i've learned this you you know this you got to put in the work and over time. Like you said, your, your agency is just blowing up. It's happening faster than you expected. But the reality is you've been putting in work to get to this point of explosive growth for yeah. years. Yeah, and it's not just an overnight thing. And this topic will is part of that. And for those who are watching, I've, got, I've literally got mine. I don't know if you can still see my screen right now. I've literally got mine printed out and have already been working on it because it's just it's a great strategy. It's just a great way to, to put together what your network is yeah it's it's super strategical and if you just like writing just like writing your goals down if you write down your goals and then you structure them and break them down from short medium long term then it becomes a strategy same yeah. thing with this everybody knows in this space that whenever you collaborate with other entrepreneurs and you get content with them you're benchmarking off of their authority that's why you know, Casey Adams, love the kid. He's freaking killing it right now. Why do you think he built this podcast? Yep. 
for one, he, he's, he's a great interviewer. He loves what he's doing. He's hustling. But every single podcast he's getting is just having a compound effect in his authority. So this is the same exact thing. I guarantee, I haven't, I don't know if he's doing this exact strategy, but something along this lines is he's building authority, which was just blowing him up. But anyways, so in the center is you, the outside topic, one, two, three, four, five, and six, this can be any number, um, but six is just the basics is the specific topics that you want to be known for. This is like your how. So if you think of a Facebook funnel as, you know, awareness to engagement to conversion, you know, and also that breaks down to know you, like you, and trust you because you have to nurture that audience to get them to trust you, which eventually will buy. Same thing for right. getting them to follow you, you know, and look up to you as an influencer. They have to gain your trust. You have to gain their trust first. So, so you don't do, you don't encourage your clients to just do cold traffic. Cause I know there are a lot of guys out there and I've been, been seeing two messages. I'm big on relationship equity, like nurturing, like you're talking about, and we call it relationship equity. But I've seen literally Facebook ads from different digital marketers saying, don't wait, you don't have to waste time with content. You don't have to do all the stuff you hate. You can just convert cold traffic and close them on the first call. So, and that, that can work, but why, why do you take this approach of long-term nurturing relationship building as opposed to just the cold traffic conversion? Because we see our, we see like the results of nurturing an audience and using remarketing audiences you're going to get way better conversion rates. And plus it's going to, if we give value first, before we ask that also is good on the brand. And then you're going to see that in the back end of the ad account, you're going to see the benefits of that. So it's really building, driving revenue versus building a real brand. And my business partner, Bert Oman, who you know, he's built up the $6 million in sales and work built up brands like FUBU. One of the, the way he puts it is, a brand is how you build wealth because the brand itself has value. Like the Apple brand, the Apple, the icon, the logo, the brand itself, not even the company is worth like $200 billion. So to all those who argue that, oh, we'll just do cold traffic, you can, but you're, you're robbing yourself of future long-term wealth by building a real brand in the way that Elliot's describing right now. And, and for those who are listening, you're not watching the, the visual, check the show notes. We'll link to the uh, the visuals of this so you can download it um, that way it's available so you can see exactly how it's mapped out yeah so so then whenever it comes to the influencers and mapping it out each topic should have think about for each topic say my topic one and my topic wheel is facebook ads who do i know who has way more authority than me in facebook ads i know two off the top of my head and that's Maxwell Finn, Dennis Yu, and Logan Young. So those those are people that I want to align myself with. Awesome. How do I align myself and benchmark off their authority? It's by getting one-minute videos with them. And you get those one-minute videos, and what do you do? You boost to their audience. So you run ads to their audience and bring them into you. So you someone scrolls on your Instagram feed. Let's just use Jake Paul or someone of that caliber, for instance, just because he's so well known and they see you with Jake Paul or they see you see me with Casey Adams or they see me with all these different people. They're like, well, this guy must have some authority. He must know his stuff. Yeah. I'm going to follow him. You see what I mean? It's, it's association, the power of association. 
Yeah, absolutely. You got to get that brand association. And for people who, those of you listening who don't fully get that, like you, he, Ellie just explained it really well. You've got to associate yourself with the right people. But the caveat to that is if you can't deliver, it doesn't matter who you're associated with. You, all, all you do is, you know, LA, you've associated yourself with certain people. I've associated myself with certain people. It works well for us because at the end of the day, we can deliver on our own. And this is just about getting more visibility. But if you can't deliver, then associating yourself with the best people in those different spaces is just going to further showcase and highlight that you don't know what you're doing. So, I mean, and you mentioned it. You said the very first thing, self-awareness. Know what you're great at. Pick a, pick a niche to work in and then just become awesome at that. That's like before you start reaching out to these people, make sure you're actually good at what you do. Otherwise, you're just going to embarrass yourself. 100%. Like we could even use an example of my agency. So say that this thing fell in my lap and I didn't have the resources or knowledge on Facebook to be able to execute for that one client. None of this would have happened. Right. Other people. And this is, this is something else that just, um, this might be a little, a little bit of a rant, but it's something I'm passionate about is the space is super crowded right now of people who they go and buy a course and then they automatically think they're a master and they try to release their <laughs> course and run ads. But really that's so like, don't do that because yeah. it's going to kill your brand. If you, if you want to make money, do your due diligence, become an expert and then release a course, but don't release a course because you're just trying to make money. Yeah. Course because you want to impact the lives of other people. Because if you bring a valuable product to the marketplace, that will essentially grow your brand as well. I love that. I love that. And we, we love rants on the show. I'm a big ranter. And I love that. I mean, there's so, there, there are there's so many Facebook ads courses out there, people who say they're experts. And at a low level, yeah, you can kind of make it work. But tell you what, in this space, I was talking to a guy who is a, a well-known speaker. And he's, you know, he's networking with people like Ed Milet and, you know, at a high level. Uh, uh, Brian Tracy, and there's another guy who was a speaker who's kind of on the come up, but he's hurt himself because his brand has a very negative reputation because he said things and not delivered, and people have taken notice. And when people at kind of at your your clients or failed clients take notice, okay, they can leave reviews. But when people who are top in their space, they're at the the outside of your topic wheel, start to take notice. Word gets around, and you get blacklisted, and it's uh. It, it's sad to see, but yeah, definitely you got to know, you got to know your stuff before you get out there. It's a, Practice, it's a, do what you sell. Yeah. It, it's a, it's a cutthroat thing. You know, I've seen so many people that are just rising, rising, rising. And then something happens. I saw, I saw, we saw a lot of it in that whole, um, a couple months back in that crypto boom. Yeah. Remember is uh BitConnect. Like I'm not going to mention the person, but like I saw his brand on the rise because of it and it was a lending platform and he was getting all these people from his large social following to be under him and trade in it. And then everybody lost so much money. And then now like, you know, he had all these cars, he had all this stuff and he had to sell it and you know, his brand just went to crap right now. He's trying to build it back up. So, yeah, wow. you know, to wrap up the rant, you know, just do your due diligence and get good at something and don't try to move too quickly. Absolutely. That's awesome. I mean, that's why, I mean, I got blessed by finding Blitz, you know, by the way, shout out to Blitz Metrics. If anybody watching this is 
you know, a young entrepreneur, like their mission is to help young adults and grow them into entrepreneurs to go and start their own agency like I did, or you can just stay within Blitz and work your way up. Um, go to blitzmetrics.com slash students, check it out. I credit, I like credit everything that, you know, my knowledge and everything to Dennis and Logan and that whole team, um, you know, they're amazing and they can really help you. And I'll put, I'm going to, we'll put that in the show notes because I've had multiple conversations with Dennis. And I'll tell you this, it was blitzmetrics.com slash students, students, you know, talking to you the first time we met, you were totally open and I'm going to rant for a second because people need to hear this. As you're trying to grow your influence and grow your brand, you're going to meet a lot of people who talk a lot, but you can always tell the difference between the real players and the real posers because the real players open their arms and they're like, look, if you can do what you say you can do, I'd love to connect. Let's create opportunity. Let's do something together. They're fully open. And like Dennis with Blitz Metrics, it's, it's almost counterintuitive because he's training people like yourself and giving opportunity for you to go off and start an agency that might even be competitive. But, and like you, you do some things that we do at D6 Media, but we're connecting, we're collaborating, and I'm fully open to it, you're fully open to it, because the fact is there's so much opportunity and success out there that you getting yours doesn't keep me from getting mine. And when you meet people, when you're trying to build your sphere of influence and build your, your, out your topic, Will, if you meet people who are like, who, who treat success as though it's limited and they're not open to helping or connecting, don't bother, don't waste your time with those people because they're not worth it because there's, they don't, they don't realize how success works. There's, there's so much more power in just having solid relationships. Like if you just have solid relationships with everybody, like what if I bring on a massive, this is just, you know, spitball. And if I had a massive deal and you and I were in the same realm and I was like, Oh, I don't have the band power to do this. Right. I come to you, hey, let's both our agencies come together, do a profit split and tackle this deal. Like that's so much more power than be able to lose and leave that money on the table. Exactly. You know, podcast, you know, we're everyone just together is just so much better. And the people that don't understand that are crazy. Exactly. Small thinking. Big minds realize how big the opportunity is. So that's, that's awesome. So pretty interesting also is uh, I met with Naveen Jain. I had, was able to take some time and like, you know, I was talk a couple of months ago and also Cole Hatter posted a video about it. And Cole Hatter was talking about, he was messing with something with tickets with thrive. That was a $500 problem. While in the same time, Naveen Jain was closing deals that were billion dollar problems. Wow. So if you want to make money solve. If you want to make a million dollars, solve a million dollar problem. If you want to make a billion dollars, solve a billion dollar problem. That's something that really stuck in my head. That's just like super interesting. That's why, that's why also is like, you know, House of Influence started originally because, you know, this stuff fell in my lap, but, you know, I've just realized afterwards, like, you know, I want to do something like my mission is to, you know, build my brand and inspire young, young kids and, you know, specifically, not only specifically, but like kids that come from bad situations because I also like my dad committed suicide you know wow. my dad was a drug addict throughout my life so like that's entrepreneurship is where I found purpose and passion in my life and so that's how I got introduced and so like I turned like all of that badness in the beginning of my life into like fuel to like go and make it and like you know get what what I want get what's mine um you know, and so that's basically, that's a little, another little rant for you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's good stuff. Awesome. So, so 
let's go back to th this topical because I mean, this thing is, is powerful and there's so many other things that build onto it. Like it's the foundation for, for several other things. So you, you said you've got your topic and then you find who's the best in that space. And then you, like, how do you reach out to them? What's the right way to go about that? I mean, how do you create those associations in the right way? Because I see a lot of people, and again, I'm thinking of that same person I mentioned earlier, who just, you just take a photo with someone and post it and even write a caption as if you know that person but you, you know they don't. But what you're talking about is where you're actually connecting in, in a meaningful way, not just taking a fan picture. 100%, yeah. And so here, I'll break down the topic wheel and like kind of go full circle because I know we have okay. a lot of gaps. So I'm just going to do a complete a new rundown. So the middle is your brand, whatever you offer, your, like you, right? And then your topics around that, the six topics – those are your topics of expertise, whether it's Facebook ads, whether it's building landing pages, whether it's, you know, speaking on stage, whatever it is, those are your topics that you're niching your brand around. And then with each one of those topics, you want to find three people or more, doesn't matter, of people that you think that you can, like, be reasonable with yourself. Like, don't pick freaking, you know, someone who you don't think you can really get it. Start small with influencers who you think you can get an interview with, or just go to a conference where they're speaking and just be like, hey, you know, can I please just get a one minute video with you and then ask some questions that align with your topic? Because then you can take that video. And I say videos, not pictures, because Yes, with pictures, you can run ads on those, but video is so much more powerful. They say a photo tells a thousand words while a video tells a million words. And, yeah. and you can create your marketing audiences off of this, which is the strategy that is going to, this, this part's going to lead to the strategy that I'm going to give you after this. But so for each topic, you have those three people. If you're able to build this massive authority with each topic, having, you know, three videos with all these authoritative people, and you know advertising, you're able to look at the posts that really perform well, then you're able to take those, put a dollar a day, actually not, we used to, the dollar a day strategy is like really famous within Blitz and it's super powerful tool. It's a minimum amount that you can spend on Facebook per day on an ad, but um, organic reach is slowly decreasing. So now we, I use $2 a day and then you can let those posts that are performing well run for years just yeah. put on there for two dollars a day over a long period of time two dollars a day that's less than like what you spend at chipotle man like just yeah <laughs> slowly grow your brand so yeah it doesn't take a massive budget you can you can yeah. really start small and i and after hearing you talk about this at a, where we met at the at a mark lack event uh hearing you and dennis talk about this dollar a day strategy i started using it my uh co-founder our, our chief creative officer started using it and we've used it for some clients and it's crazy like spending two dollars and getting two thousand people to engage on a post is is ridiculous whereas before you know when i first started with facebook ads i'd run five dollar a day and i get nothing because there's just the little tweaks small adjustments make big changes and and it's it's super powerful so one dollar a day two dollars a day and also what people don't understand is like you know, Facebook will do the work for you, but yeah. the more data that Facebook gets and the longer that it runs, the more it will optimize in your favor. This yeah. is another thing for all you got people that know that want to get into Facebook is Facebook actually takes 20, 25 to 50 conversions per day 
to be able to optimize effectively. So say you're running your campaigns and you run them for a week and you've only got like two conversions, you turn them off because you don't think they work. Let them keep going until you can get that up. Whether Same thing. It doesn't even have to be purchases. It doesn't have to be any of that. It can be, um, you know, say your objective is video views or landing page views. Just make sure you're getting that 25 to 50 per day so then Facebook can optimize effectively and then look at the numbers after it's already getting that data. That's awesome. So 25 to 50 conversions, whether it's views or whatever the, the goal is in order for Facebook to optimize. Because I know yeah. a, lot, a lot of people that kill it too soon. I started an e-commerce store when, and I didn't know Facebook ads. And I, in hindsight, I can see we were killing stuff too soon because we didn't give it, give Facebook time to do the work. Because Facebook wants us to make sales, to, con to convert, to get views. Awesome. <clears throat> so yeah, like if you, for the topic wheel, once you find all these videos and you find your winners, we are going to move to something that I like to, that we call the three by three video grid, which is out of all these videos around all your topics and all this authority. And this goes, the, the interviews, this can also just be normal posts that you make just stating your authority, you know, just showing your expertise in the field. Normally what we like to do, if you understand that a, a, a Facebook funnel is your awareness content is your one minute videos with these authoritative people. So say you get one with Grant Cardone asking him about, you know, Facebook ads, you know, how Facebook ads has changed, you know, his business, for instance, right? Right. And then you get that video and then you boost it to the Grant Cardone interest target because Facebook has that saved, right? You collect that audience, which if it's a video, you can make remarketing audiences off of people who have watched, you know, three seconds, but normally you want to do 10 seconds or more because just three seconds means they can look at it, watch it, and then keep scrolling. So 10 seconds or more shows that they have like had intent. And then you can remarket to those people and then show them, hey, here's a latest Facebook ad strategy for 2017. Walk in a screen share video or just one minute video explaining something that people should do and just start hitting them with value, 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 value. But you have three videos at the top. So say you have three interviews at the top, which you're remarketing to, which with Facebook, you can remarket down and across. You can't remark it up really. Um, I guess you actually could, but in this scenario, you don't want to, but you want awareness, which is your videos bringing people in, funnel those people by remarketing to your authority builders, which are you showing your expertise that you know what you're talking about, which three up here, three below. And then after that, you're going to mark it down again, which is going to be, hey, buy my Facebook ads course because I believe that everybody, the education system is messed up. And I want to be able to show young kids how to build a social media marketing course. You know what I mean? Whatever it is, then you sell your you know, your service or your product at the end, once you've demonstrated and you've built those, your marketing audiences. Awesome. So you're doing those. So to clarify, so you got the, you, you start putting out content, you start doing brand associates, you start working your topic wheel, make you get those brand associations and then do the $2 a day strategy, whatever videos really get great engagement. You, if they're losers, you cut them. If they're good, then you put those into your three by three by three. And you have three videos that are just awareness. Like here's the, the awareness about branding or awareness about sales and those brand association videos, just so people know that you're associated with that. 
then people who watch 10 seconds or more, or maybe 50% or more, do you like do the percentage strategy as well? Or is it more like the 10 second views? Uh, it's all about testing. Normally I just okay. do, normally I just do 10 seconds, but sometimes I'll just throw exclude, you know, 10 seconds and just do 50% and then test that and see like what it does. Okay. So really just testing, test, see what works. But, but you're, but just for not to make confusing, just do 10 second viewers. Okay. So 10 second viewers, you retarget them with the three authority builder videos where maybe you're teaching something, no call to action, no sale, just, Hey, here's how you do this. Hey, here's how you do that. Three videos. Yeah. And then you retarget them with the next set of videos, which is here's the actual call to action. Yep. And then this is another way that you can integrate into that. Cause like, if you think about it, like engagement, I don't know how much of the audience really understands Facebook. So I'm going to try to dumb it down. And then, um, but anyways, like, that's just a strategy that's you can do that all just video remarketing but you can also add more interesting things in there like engagement is where you give value for some type of like email address right or they opt into a chat bot and get something in exchange for free because you're for one you're building that video view remarketing but you're also collecting an email or you're collecting a chat bot, which chat bot open rates are 80%, by the way, if you're not using chat bots. Really know, powerful. Um, super powerful. Put it on your website. You can add, you know, comment guards where, you know, <laughs> comment below and get access to my free PDF, which gives the Facebook latest strategies. And you have that email address. You know, it's powerful. But so then, you know, you have two different, you have multiple forms to remarket to people at, you know, the conversion stage. People who have already shown intent, people who have downloaded your free ebook people who have watched, you know, already, you know, six of your videos, like they have to know who you are. If they've watched six of your videos, if you've, right. you're marketing them correctly, you know, like you hit them within, you know, one, seven, 28, maybe a hundred. No, like, you know what I mean? Hit them in the short time frames. So when you do that for people to understand what's the time frame that you're doing that, like how many views are you trying to get? Because I've known, I've done remarketing campaigns before that didn't seem to be effective, some that were. But do you go for a certain amount of views on those videos first, like 10,000 views? Or what's the, what's the threshold before you start remarketing? I, I, depending on your budget, like the only thing is like if you have a small budget, if you have a small audience and then a large budget, you're going to throw off your frequency and it's going to be insane. Then, you know, you're going to be really high CPMs and everything. Um, but I would let, I would spend, this is another thing. This will answer this question, but a lot of people get it wrong. You should be spending more money on your awareness funnel than you should your conversion in most stages. Hmm. Unless you have, unless you have a massive brand, like some of these clients where they just have insane, just website traffic all the time. And so you have a crap load of remarketing audiences to hit, then it makes sense. But if you're building this funnel, your awareness videos should be you should be spending more on those to drive that cold traffic in and then less because you're limited by your audience and you're limited by your budget and you have to have both. So if you have a small audience, then, you know, you're not gonna be able to spend a big budget. If you don't have enough budget, but a big audience, then you're not going to be able to reach those people either. Right. So, so put a lot of time, money into awareness, get a lot of people to know you and then reach out to them. Retarget yeah. yeah, like if it's below, like Facebook, if you look at the audiences, if it's um, a thousand and below, just it'll say like fewer than a thousand. Just right. try to get it over that and then just do some remarketing. 
you know, maybe do at your awareness. Like if, if you see the post doing good, according to your standards of excellence, here's a couple good signals that you guys should watch. So here, listen to this. This will help you decide if your video is doing all right. Right. Look at your average watch time. The average watch time on Facebook is six seconds. If it's, um, I like to say 10 seconds or more, you know, that's a positive signal, but you know, with advertising, it's all about counterbalancing metrics. So look at that. Look at whenever you boost a post, you'll see on your page, there'll be a, um, a dark orange and a light orange bar. So one signifies organic reach and then one signifies paid. Right. If, if you're, if that bar is right in the middle or organic is outweighing paid, that's a good signal because think about it. Facebook is a newsletter. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook is a newsletter. And so your events, Facebook maps those events and wants to show you things that are relevant to you. So if you post a good piece of content that has the right target audience, that's getting high relevancy scores. So Facebook, the relevancy score is if your relevancy score is like low and not a 10 or like an eight, eight between an eight and a 10, that's like a check engine light, right? That means right. Something's, not, something's not right. But Facebook will give you free organic reach. Like your reach will get more than what you're paying for if that relevancy score is high and it's performing well. Right. Facebook wants to just bring a good experience to users. And if you're, if you're posting valuable content that people are liking, Facebook's going to reward you for that. Yeah. So that's all, this is, that's almost just another reason why it's more, it's more valuable long-term and eventually it'd be more valuable short-term to build a relationship rather than just go for the transaction because Facebook has changed. They don't want you to just sell to users, even though you can kind of hack it for lack of a better term. Facebook wants you to build a relationship with your audience and give them value first and then bring them in that way. So all of these guys who are saying just, we'll just do cold traveling, just do the one call close. They're really going to lose in the long run because they're working against the way that Facebook is, has changed. I guarantee their C, their CPA is way higher than, they're probably pretty high. I, I could be yeah. wrong, but if you're not building a Facebook funnel, I can guarantee that you're going to have high CPAs. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Awesome. So you built the topic, Will, content library, and then you mentioned something before and you call it the influence generator. Talk about that. That sounds, I'm really intrigued to, to know what that is. Yeah. So the influence generator is being able to say thank you at scale. So what a lot of people do, especially influencers, so I know it's hard if you have a large following to be able to keep track of it, but even as simple as you make a post and someone says something positive on there, that goes back to the content library, being able to save that or, and then also comment back, hey, do you mind if I quote you on that? And then those are testimonials that you're just keeping and you're never losing them. You're just throwing them in your content library, hire a virtual assistant from the Philippines and just have them be your Facebook monitor if your stuff's really picking up and you don't have the time to do it. Um, you know what I mean? And you collect all that. And then the way to also say thank you at scale and really nurture relationships and this is another perfect way if you have somebody like, say you want to get an interview with Grant Cardone, you know, Mark Lacks, a mentor of mine, um, you know, and he talks about this too, is like, you just have to go out of your way. Like he talks about sending a cash cannon to that person that has a handwritten note in there from you 
or approaching them and say, hey, Grant, I can guarantee you 100,000 views on an interview, you know, and then you just are going to have to pay a couple grand for advertising to get that, right, and boost your right. audience. So, you're, you know, you're going to get those views. If, if you're really worried about a booster to the Philippines or like somewhere else and get those views up, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. Taking the extra step and being smart and, you know, nurturing those relationships. Because if Grant, if Grant, if you send him a special gift that's unique and, you know, he shoots a cash can or something, you know, he's like, wow. You know what I mean? Then he knows who you are and he thinks about it. Yeah. It's all about getting that atten- that attention in a way that is kind of unique. Yeah. And same thing for, same thing if you're trying to land clients, right? Like if you want to, if you're trying to start a business and you have like a dream client, you know, it's going to be hard to be able to get them. But what if you did something really way out of the box, like sent them a handwritten note or sent them something really unique with their proposal on it and send it to them where they're like, wow, holy cow, you might have to invest some money to do it. But, you know, just be, just be unique. I've found that like, if you're unique and you're like, go out of the box, sorry, there's dogs barking here. (laughs) You can hear those. Yeah. Uh, Oh, good. (laughs) But you see what I'm saying? Like the influence generator is saying, thank you at scale and being able to nurture relationships and being able to just build authority through your network because they know you as somebody who goes out of their way to stand out, to, you know, make them happy. Right. Yeah. That's basically the influence generator. That's awesome. That's, that's a ton of value. Like this has been a masterclass on, on influence building, growing your influence with Facebook. I mean, the topic will, all these things will be in the, in the show notes for all of you who are listening and watching and Man, I really appreciate that. That's there's so much like you just broke it down how someone can grow their brand, build their influence, and connect with the right people. So let me ask this as we're kind of wrapping up. You gave so much value already. What's like one key thing that you would say people are missing or uh, you know, when they're marketing? They're trying to sell, say they're trying to sell a course, or like like I say high ticket, they're trying to sell a high ticket coaching program. What's the one thing people are missing that's causing them to not be able to convert? Maybe they're getting the attention. They're driving people to a funnel, but it's not converting. I hear this a lot. So the higher the price point, the more education that's involved. So I would say that if it's not converting right, you're not giving that customer enough education on why they need that. So there's three reasons why people don't buy. They don't understand, they don't see a need, or they don't have the money. So... How do we make them understand? We explain, we break down our persona of who that, you know, ideal person is that needs this course and understand, you know, how do, how do I break it down to a beginner to understand it? That is number one. You know, if they don't see a need, break that down through ads forms or even on your landing page of, you know, how they can see a need for it in their life. They don't have the money. Well, Maybe it's a thousand dollar price point, but hey, but we also have a payment plan option where you can pay ten bucks a month for the rest of the year. See what I mean? Yeah. Just break yeah. it down and giving people more education. Because at the end of the day, I think it it comes down to those three factors. They don't see a need, they don't understand, or they don't have the money. So if you can break those down when you're selling that product and understand that the higher the price point typically is going to require a lot more education than just like an impulse buy on Amazon for something that'll help you with your conversion rates. That's awesome, man. Well, I appreciate it. You gave a ton of value 
this this uh, this is an episode that people are gonna have to go back and listen to three or four times and take notes. So, man, we appreciate you being on the the Brand Domination Show. Any any final words for our listeners and viewers? Yeah. How they can connect with you? Oh yeah, you can you can connect with me on. I just started making some YouTube videos, uh, or just on Facebook, Instagram at it's just Elliot Drake, E L L I O T, Drake like the rapper underscore on all platforms. You can connect with me there. Hit me up. Happy to help you guys out. Um, yeah, and then my like main mission is like this is like my little quote, my little saying. Yeah. It's, it doesn't matter where you come from. It only matters where you're going is that's kind of where my mission is. Cause you know, I was never, I was starting to go down the wrong path when I was younger. And then like, I was like, just like, I can change my life and then look where I am now, you know, that's I'm awesome. not, a long way to go for sure. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Like, I'm just yeah. like, I'm like right here. I want to be like way up here, but. But you're off to a really, a really solid start. So man, I appreciate it. Elliot Drake, CEO and founder of house of influence. Find him on Facebook YouTube just launched. And remember, it doesn't matter where you came from, it matters where you're going. Man, I appreciate you being on the show. Hey, thank you for having me. I appreciate it.